This is WRCJ-FM and HD1 Detroit, a listener-supported service. Thank you. It is indeed. And I'm always um, excited when I get a chance to talk to actual musicians because, you see, my job is easy. I just talk about the music and let the recording play. But to be a musician of the caliber that you hear on this station is a vocation. And with us now, uh, for the third time, according to my records, is Yun Shin Song, the concertmaster of the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. Uh, welcome back to WRCJ. Hello, Chris. <laughs> Thank you, know, you for I, having me. Do you know when the, the first time I had a chance to talk to you was six years ago? Oh, it's been six years. Wow. Hard to believe, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> There's A lot has happened in that time. Yeah. Uh, I should mention that you will be performing at Birmingham Temple this coming Sunday at uh, 7.30 in the evening, part of the Vivace series of uh, chamber music. And you'll be playing with Alexandro Sacarellos, who's a, another DSO violinist, mm-hmm. yeah, and Ellen Huangbo at the piano. Um, there had been a change um, because uh, Ellen Huangbo, like, for, who is a wonderful pianist, but like, unfortunately, like for her personal reason, she cannot join. The, and we just fi- found out like at the last minute. So now we have Zua Tang, who is also oh. a wonderful pianist, and actually who played did this recital in the same Vivace series two years ago with me. Um, she's going to join us. And actually saving. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, that will be that will still be lovely. Yes. And 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 the thing about um, this concert that sets it apart, I think, is uh, you've often seen, I'm sure, Yunshin uh, at the front of the orchestra there in orchestra hall in that grand cathedral with all of your colleagues arrayed behind you and <laughs> uh, making this uh, this brilliant music. Um, but this is a, a much more intimate setting, uh, as is the case with chamber music. And and how is that different for you? I mean, do you approach the music any differently when you're just playing with one or two uh, fellow musicians versus leading basically the 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 second in command of the orchestra, uh, but especially the the whole violin section and all that. Well, I have to say I love all kinds of setting, like the playing in the orchestra and also playing chamber music like in smaller venue in front of more and like being closer to the audience. It's uh, not actually so much different playing-wise because the orchestra playing is also kind of bigger um, chamber music happening in the bigger set um, compared to the less people. <laughs> But, um, you know, when you have meals, you sometimes want to have a steak and sometimes <laughs> fish. So it's really something that, you know, that you cannot say, like, which one you prefer or, you know. It's, it's not so much different like when it's, it comes to music making. I would say, uh, in my experience, it seems most musicians enjoy chamber music as well as uh, the full orchestra. 
it's uh, a fun thing to watch. I can tell you that as a, <laughs> as a listener. Uh, the program includes some defaya, some sarasate, the great Spanish uh, virtuoso, selections from uh, Bartok's violin duo. Mm-hmm. So it's just two violins. Is yes, that, that's the, that's that's pretty unusual, isn't it? Actually, Bartok um, wrote this piece not for the violins. That he just wrote it for his uh, piano students so that they can practice how to play the chamber music, interestingly. And then like later when his pupils played and then probably people liked very much like the, how it's, the songs are very, very um, beautiful and it has like 44 songs. And then I think the audience liked it very much, so it got like transcribed for the two violins and it um, had been playing very much. And uh, Shostakovich, selections from five pieces for two violins and piano. Mm-hmm. And one of my all-time favorites, the Cesar Franck Sonata at the end, which is just, it's just, it, it'll make you cry. It's just <laughs> so, so pretty. I, I would love to hear you uh, play that. Uh, you can go hear Yunshin Song play it, along with some of her colleagues. At the Birmingham Temple, this coming Sunday, 7.30 in the evening, part of the Vivace Music Series, along with Jiwa Tang at the piano and Alexandros Sakharilos on violin. So it's a nice trio. And by the way, there there will be refreshments and an afterglow. Mm-hmm. Do you get to pick the refreshments? Did they ask you what they want, what you wanted? Well, actually, that's a, a- Good surprise. I didn't know. (laughs) But, yeah. I'm sure they'll be very nice. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Birmingham Temple is located at 28611 West 12 Mile Road in Farmington Hills. That's 28611 West 12 Mile. Um, One of the things that you, you have done in the time that you've been here is connected with this that I'm going to hand you. Our Asia the tour Asia book. tour. I've, I, yeah, I've, uh, this this is a remarkable document that uh, a friend in the orchestra passed along to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it has it has the complete itinerary, tips, and concert schedule, and uh, what what a great event that was for not only the Detroit Symphony Orchestra but for the city of Detroit. Mm-hmm. Touring uh, Japan and China. What uh, what was that? Now you're from South Korea. Yes. Um, what was it like for you to to go back to that part of the world? Um, it had been really great experience, and it felt very special for me to go back to. Although we didn't go get to go to Korea. China, Japan, like the, some Asian countries, like with my orchestra and playing out there for Asian audiences, it felt weird. Huh. <laughs> yeah, but good weird. It, it was very special, like where I grew up and feel much more familiar um, there. But I have also grown as a person and as a musician. And then like, we played there and like sharing the stage um, and also a lot of great audiences. 
it was really wonderful experience. Can you think of a, of a highlight, a, a special night where the audience uh, was especially electrified by what they heard? It was interesting that, that and I suppose predictable, that uh, Leonard would uh, uh, program the Copeland Third Symphony, mm-hmm. uh, which is a great American uh, work and one that you had just recently recorded. Yes. But that uh, was well-received over there, I imagine? Well, everywhere we went, actually, it was very successful and it was very well-received by audiences. And sometimes uh, we were surprised, like, the, how enthusiastic, like, um, they could be, you know, because sometimes we hear, like, we, we never experienced, you know, how they are going to react to our music. But mm. I think, like, they loved the programs and everything. Well, I can tell you that uh, Detroiters were just busting their buttons with pride. <laughs> over what you and your colleagues uh, were doing uh, on that tour. It was fantastic. Uh, and, and I hope there's another one in the offing in the, uh, in the years to come. We, there isn't one yet that I'm aware of anyway. So I'm not this, I don't want to start any rumors, but certainly there are, are more people in this world who need to hear the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. But you can hear a little piece of it uh, and a very nice piece at that. This coming Sunday, 7.30, at the Birmingham Temple, the Vivace Music Series, uh, with music by Defia, Sarasate, Bartok, Shostakovich, and Cesar Franck. Uh, coming up this season, uh, they always give you a, a solo. Yes. <laughs> and do you know what it's going to be this year? Uh, next season. Next season, yeah. Yeah, I just finished the Bartok Concerto number two with the so like in April, and next season will be Mozart five. Ooh, very nice. Yes, I I always love like revisiting my favorite pieces, like Frank Sonata, like the it had been um, you know recent change because of the um, because of having Zua instead of Ellen, but um, Frank is one of the really great pieces that I, I have a lot of fun playing with. So I love sometimes like revisiting you know, the, those pieces that I used to play a lot. The, the last movement of that Frank has kind of a dialogue between the, the piano and the violin where you're going back and forth uh, and it's just exciting to listen to and very dramatic. It's a um, great piece. It's a, actually dialogue like from the beginning to the end. But the second movement, uh, which has a lot of fire like and um, piano parts, is extremely difficult, I think. Mm. And um, she, Zua will be great. Um, and I'm so excited that we can play together this piece. Do you think you'll ever do um, the Lark Ascending with the DSO? Lark Ascending? Vaughn Williams, uh, the Lark Ascending. Yeah. Will you ever get to do that? No, not that I am aware of, but um, I would love to. Yeah. You you could ask. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think we'd love to hear you play. Well, of course, we'd love to hear you play anything. My guest is Yunshin Song. She will be appearing at the uh, Birmingham Temple this coming Sunday with uh, the Vivace Music Series, a program uh, in which she'll be joined by Alexandro Sacarellos, violinist from the DSO, and Jiwa Tang at the piano. It's a wonderful program. If you'd like more information, uh, you can go to the website vivaceseries.org. That's vivaceseries.org. Or you can call for ticks if you want. Uh, uh, you got a pencil handy? You do? Okay, great. Here's the phone number. 248-544-4177. That's 248-544-4177. Yunshin Song, it's always a great honor to talk to you. Oh. And we're so appreciative of what you and your colleagues do across the way at the Detroit Symphony. Thank, Thank you for you coming. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. 